radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. Scoop and Poop! With your favorite hosts, Giuseppe! That's pretty terrible right there. And Turtle! Yeah, I'm gonna take myself. I will never go against myself. With producer Tony. I will kill a man to improve my status. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. It's already a shitty podcast, like 10 minutes into it. I would not listen to this. You're lacking professionalism on the microphone. Hey, fellas. I love the podcast. Welcome, everyone, to Week 7 Preview Show, Fantasy Football Scoop and... Poop. Oh, that was Ooh. a... That was a quick that was an inter- I know, it came out a little early. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. <laughs> Sometimes a poop will, will come out, like, way before you're ready for it to come out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Turtle heads. I, I get it. <laughs> Speaking of Turtle. That's offensive. <laughs> joining me always is Turtle and Bishop. And this week, we have a special guest. We have Dan Killer Kowalski coming here live. So thank What's you. What's going for, on, gentlemen? Thank you for joining us, K-Wall. Uh, Thanks and, for having me. And this is a special Balls to the Wall episode. I should have let off with that. I fucked up. Uh, since we have the entire Balls Mahoney division here, um, I think we're just going to talk about our division for for an hour. What do you guys think? Hardest working division in the league. Uh, especially, on, right? especially on podcast night, that's for sure. Uh, so, the big... <laughs> I guess the fallout is still coming from the John Gruden stuff. Um, I guess there's like thousands of emails that have yet to be released. And apparently the NFL knew about these emails. Um, so does anybody surprise that Roger Goodell tried to cover this up? Cause I'm not. Wait, Roger Goodell is covering up the emails of another coach calling him a pussy <laughs> and a gay slur as well. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Like, that I understand. But uh, if Roger Goodell is like in charge of all this and he's cool with, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Everything is weird now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so that that's still a huge story, and I don't think we've seen the last of it. Um, but I, I just want to talk a little bit with with Kowalski here. This is uh, this is the first time joining us this year. Um, how's uh, how's how's life out there in the Pacific Northwest? And uh, are you getting to watch any football this year? Yes. Um, fortunately, we um, are hooked up to my in-laws' uh, YouTube TV account, so we get uh, Jets and Giants games every week, which is not fantastic. But yeah, I get to watch uh, Thursday and then uh, that trash, and then what's ever on in the afternoon. All right. Well, that's good. I mean. Uh a part of the watching New York football teams. Uh, you can't even get the bills. I mean, you don't even get the good New York team. That's, that's kind of, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. Not they're They're in uh, Northern New Jersey, which is, I don't think, I don't know who gets the bills, like people in Toronto, I guess, probably <laughs> Canadians. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so every Sunday is your nine 11. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't really know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying I... to get the podcast canceled, so I'm trying. To <laughs> oh, you're doing a great job. Last week you had some <laughs> comments that were a little sus, uh, and you just you just was was nine eleven an inside job, Kowalski? Let's start off hot. Um, inside of the airplanes, yeah. Does rocket fuel um, melt steel? Come on, tell us the tell yeah, us the so truth. Something about burning fuel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I am not uh, an engineer, but uh, college roommate's dad was in our dorm while it was happening, and uh, he claimed it to be an engineer and said uh, buildings shouldn't fall like that. So, and he was like. Oh. An engineer in uh, in Western Illinois, so you know, like he's top. He, yeah, you know, he knows about, about skyscrapers. What he's talking about. Yeah, he knows about yes. skyscrapers. I think Pete Carroll is a nine eleven is an inside job guy, if I remember correctly. Oh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, you I, can't I, get away from these people. I know, I know. What shape does he think the Earth is? Ooh, <laughs> Pete Carroll or the engineer? Yeah. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. I know next to nothing about Pete Carroll. I don't get to watch Seattle Seahawks games, so. <laughs> hey, are you watching any uh, hockey out there? I know they got a new franchise, the Seattle Kraken. Who, who've? Uh, I have not. No, uh, I didn't know the season started. Um, and apparently, that's on like TNT and ESPN Plus. I guess. Yeah. I don't have ESPN Plus. And uh, know, isn't there usually basketball on TNT? I don't know when they're going to put hockey on. I was surprised to hear that uh, they're on TNT now because, like, didn't uh, primetime? You'd know this. Didn't hockey bump AEW like a couple weeks ago or last week or something like that? Uh sounds right. I I honestly haven't watched wrestling in a really long time, uh, but I think I do recall something like that. Yeah, I, I think Sasha might have mentioned it on Bitter Marks, BitterMarks.com every Friday, every, uh, every Friday morning for episodes about that. Tune in there. Um, I had no idea there was a team called the Kraken. This is a, I'm looking it up right now. This oh, look at, the, look this. Look at their yeah. This is the who did they their used to inaugural be? season? Uh, they used to be nothing. They they uh, oh they're just they spawned like... from uh, nothingness. And the jerseys are fantastic. I must say yeah, that is true. I'm on that now. I love myself a good hockey jersey, and that that's a, that's a, that's a winner right there. Um, Turtle, you're in the state of hockey. Do you do you watch hockey? You don't have a. I mean, the Wild are kind of a team, but they're not really good. Hey, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were decent. I, I no, I don't watch it at all. I just assumed they were decent. Um, yeah, I don't pay attention. I go to the hockey games every once in a while just because of the atmosphere. But sure, no, yeah. Not till the playoffs. I agree with that. Live hockey is uh, fantastic, but um, it's fallen out of my uh, watching schedule, mostly because the Hawks have been atrocious the last couple of years. Yeah, and... they, they ain't getting any better anytime soon either. Yeah. I am down for starting a Seattle Kraken podcast if you wanted sometime, Tony. We could work this oh, out. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Okay. All right. Great. Well, let's just let's. <laughs> Let's just talk about <laughs> let's just talk about the Kraken for another hour. Uh, we did a fantasy hockey league like years ago, prime time. You remember that? Uh yeah, I think I did it a couple of years with Matt. Yeah, yeah, uh, with Matt. Was, oh man, uh, I don't remember. If... I, I know think... I had some 
rookie who had three goals in like the first game of the season and I was like celebrating all year and then I like lost the rest of my games. That's all I remember. <laughs> I think I joined that hockey league just to beat you. Like that was my main goal is just to And you probably did. Yeah. You probably I, I, did. I, I wanna believe that I did, but all right, I guess we should probably talk a little bit of fantasy football. Let's start off with the waiver wire. Waiver. Wire. Waiver wire. Hello and welcome to your week seven waiver wire recap. We're going to start off with the highest bidder this week, and it was Urban's Brown Thumb releasing Marquez Callaway and picking up Rashad Penny for $16. Next up, we have Still Not a Taylor. I don't know whose team that is. Oh, that would be Matt's. Matt Albright, okay. Uh, let's go with the uh, releasing Minnesota Vikings defense and acquiring the New England Patriots for $7. We have Fucking Savages releasing Washington Facebook team's quarterback. And acquiring the Las Vegas Raiders. I still keep wanting to say Oakland Raiders. For $5. <laughs> and the $0 bid of the week comes from Team Taylor. Releasing the Minnesota Vikings kicker, which I think he just picked up. And acquiring Carolina Panthers kicker. And now we're on to the free moves. So we have Lucky Luciano leading the way with... Releasing Hunter Henry, picking up De Ernest De Johnson. We have Man, Lisa I wish Zubal. Dusty was here this week. Can you imagine him <laughs> saying uh, De Ernest I Johnson? I can't even. I, uh, you could probably look it up on an older podcast. I would not. I think he was picked up last year and Dusty struggled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Micah, Legion of Zubaz, releasing Rondell Moore, picking up. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dimitric Felton? Is that right? Close enough. Yeah, Close those, enough. The, yeah. The, those backup running backs for Cleveland, they got some, some crazy names, that's for sure. De, and then something metric. Anyway, uh, next up we have Urban's Brown Thumb releasing Michael Carter. Didn't know that was a person. And acquiring the ever-dropped, ever-picked-up AJ Green. And that will conclude your week seven waiver wire recap. All right. All right. There was there was a splash. There was a splash in the league this week. And we actually had a trade. Um and we have well, the one of the trading partners on the podcast. It was Kowalski who uh made a trade with Giuseppe. Um so Kowalski, uh, I'll just give you the, the, the terms of the trade. You're sending away Green Bay Packers quarterback and Chris Evans and receiving Miami Dolphins quarterback and Zach Moss. So this is a straight-up player-for-player. Um, the only caveat here is Green Bay Packers quarterback. Wait, did you keep him or you did not keep him? I can't remember. I did not keep him, no. Okay, so no keeper rights are... Uh, diminishing here so why don't you talk about this how did this trade happen uh who reached out to who how did we get here uh i reached out to him um 
I could not justify not playing the New Orleans Saints uh, quarterback tandem any longer as they're the uh, fourth ranked uh, quarterback in the league uh, halfway through the season now. And um, Aaron Rodgers is fine. Um, like he's pretty consistent in the high teens, low 20s. But um, he's not anything special. And basically, he was going to be sitting on my bench for the rest of the season. So I saw Giuseppe needed a quarterback because Russ uh, got put on the IR uh, last week, I yeah, believe. So I think finger. he's out until yeah. he's out until week 10 or longer, possibly. I asked him if he was willing to part with... Uh, a, a running back that he had that tends to score touchdowns, and uh, he agreed. Okay. So you you were just looking for a running back, any kind of running back. I know it's it's tough out there right now with all the injuries piling up and all the bye weeks starting. Uh, so did you target Zach Moss, or was he just like, was that the best he was going to offer you? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't going to give me... Um, like Chubb or um, dude from Tennessee. I'm blanking on his name now. Derrick Henry, the best no, running back. No. Yeah, Derrick Henry, <laughs> who's the best running back in the league. Yeah. So aside from that, like uh, um, Saquon is hurt, so I don't need a hurt running back currently. Um, and yeah, I mean Zach Moss gets goal line carries for um, Fallo. And he, it's also like half the touches besides that. So um, I figure he's the best, best of the two Buffalo running backs. And I also have injured running backs. My uh, sure. uh, Chris Carson is out until at least week 10. Um, and my other running backs aren't good. Like I have... Uh, I have uh, your thorn in, in your side, uh, the backup in Washington. Um, but besides that, I, I'm not deep at running back. So, okay. um, yeah, it was, it was pretty much as simple as that. I was trading a guy who was not going to be in my lineup anymore okay. for a guy who could hopefully help me out. All right. Well, that's I mean, that's what you're trying to do when when you're trying to make deals. You also made a deal early in the season with with uh, our own co-host, Bishop, uh, we haven't talked to you since that trade. So uh, how are you guys mm-hmm. feeling about that trade weeks after? Bishop, I'll do you let, have any... I'll let Bishop any, start, yeah. Yeah, Bishop, any regrets? Uh, I do have one regret. Like, I, I kind of wish I didn't give up Tim Patrick because he's kind of been blowing up since the trade. <laughs> I would have liked, liked to have that uh, bullet in my chamber, but... Uh, I don't know. I think overall, I'm okay with it. I think, uh, yeah, it just sucks giving up Tim Patrick, I guess. I would have never thought that Tim Patrick was the thing you'd be, you know, regretful about sending away, but... uh... He's not regretful for shit. (laughs) He's he's sitting in a penthouse right now with with all the riches, just (laughs) laughing. I'm glad you were able to see through that bullshit there, Turtle. Uh, yeah, come on, like, Tim Patrick. Both, both can be true. Both yeah, can be I true. Mean, uh, they're not. 
I'll tell you what he is. If he's not regretful for it yet, he will be regretful for losing his second round pick next year. Yeah. And um, so I've been keeping track of, of because uh, I knew I had listened to the podcast the week after we made the trade. And Tony, you didn't like it. And Turtle, you didn't like it either. Um, Devontae Adams versus my uh, wide receiver three, which um, is the person who is in my lineup because Devontae Adams isn't there. Uh-huh. Um I haven't cost myself any games yet. Um, the games I would have won, I won anyway. The games I would have lost, I lost anyway. Um, he outscored my wide receiver three by 12 in week three, by four in week four, by 15 in week five. And uh, the beloved Tim Patrick outscored him by four last week. So that was the first week that that happened, but I lost by 40 anyway. <laughs> So that didn't really matter. Um, yeah, and and week three, when he outscored uh, my wide receiver three, I won by 17. Week four, he outscored um, my guy by four. I lost by 35. Week five, he outscored my guy by 15, and I won by 16. So basically, it, it hasn't it hasn't cost me anything, anything? Yeah. and I got a second-round pick out of it. Yeah, I'm, you brought I'm, the receipts. I'm, I'm glad you're keeping receipts. That that is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, uh, you know, whatever you tell yourself to sleep at well at night, it's, it's <laughs> fine with me. Um, so I'm glad I'm glad that you've uh, come to accept it. Um, here, here's here's another like like you guys said at the time it was only week two, but yes. um, I was zero and two and getting massacred. Um, especially that first week. That first week is was. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had negative two, which is not what anybody's going to think about when they when they see this trade. But um, the way I see it, uh, when you have four losses, you have to go undefeated for the rest of the season to win your division, especially our division. Uh-huh. You're not going to win this division by winning eight or even nine, like some other uh, divisions. So, like... That that was half my losses right there, and I'm at four now, and um, that's why I was I was trying hard to make another trade before this week, so I don't get the five losses because then it's absolutely over. But sure, um, once once you reach five losses, it's your season's done. So okay, um, I I should say that there was a bit of controversy with this latest trade with Giuseppe. Uh, Starting it off was King Worm on the message board. He quote he quotes Not trying to shit post, but that Rogers for Tua Zach Moss trade seems a bit lopsided. Um I, I'll I'll admit that I had the same reaction, Worm, uh, but I actually did some math and I think that the uh Giuseppe side of the trade was a three point advantage or something like of the points that have been scored this season. Uh, I, I don't have the math in front of me, but it's, it's a lot closer than you think. I know the, the name values kind of don't match up, but the points do and the math does. So Giuseppe, uh, I was, I actually talked to him. I told him, Hey, you know, worms got an issue with your trade and he, he, for, for like 20 minutes, 
He's like, I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to respond. I'm going to take the le- to Ted Lasso way, and I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to take the high road. And then, like, 20 minutes passed. And then I got a message from Giuseppe. He said, fuck it. I'm responding. <laughs> <laughs> so when Giuseppe, uh, you know, <clears throat> has that reaction, I was very excited. I kept, I was hitting F5 on the, on the page. I'm re- waiting for this message. And I'll read it here. At first, I was not going to say anything about this, but just in case this is a common opinion, I will use data to show that it is not as lopsided as you may imagine it to be. We play in a 12-team league. Rodgers is currently the number 13 quarterback, meaning, statistically, he is not better than the worst starting quarterback in and out, in, in week in and week out. Sorry. Quarterback is arguably the deepest position in fantasy football. As an example, I cut David Carr, Derek Carr, sorry. (laughs) I always confuse those two. Uh, Last week to pick up Tua, and both guys put up 18 points. Just three less points than Aaron Rodgers scored on Sunday. (laughs) Streaming quarterbacks is a very viable option, and there is almost always somebody out there doing it if you need a week one fill-in. Running backs, specifically starting running backs, are much more scarce of a resource. Zach Moss is listed as a running back number 25, and there's a group of guys who will average the same amount as him from 21 to 25, essentially making him an RB2. With all the injuries that we have seen at the position, Christian McCaffrey, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, Antonio Gibson, etc., etc., it only increases the value of starting running backs, especially one in a really good offense. Now, of course, if you want to use name value, it would seem a little bit lopsided. But in reality, if you look at the points scored between the guys traded and their overall rankings, it is balanced. At the end of the day, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. And if we have learned anything recently, it is a tall task to change someone's opinion these days. So if you believe it to be lopsided, there's probably nothing I can do to convince you otherwise. Wow, that was a very long post by <laughs> by Giuseppe, uh, probably feeling a bit attacked, calling his uh, his uh, I guess integrity I, into question. Um, I would use the word defensive. A bit, yeah, a bit. Yeah. Um, so prime time and turtle. I'll start off with you, prime time. Uh, your thoughts on this trade and, uh, uh, what, what, what was your first reaction when you saw it? Uh, yeah, actually my first reaction was the reaction I posted in the discord channel was I, I literally didn't see it until that night. And I was like, uh, I know you don't want me to win Kowalski, but damn. Uh, <laughs> Says the guy who got Devante Adams from me. Okay. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I, I traded you a, a an actual Tim commodity. Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. <laughs> yeah, two, oh, come on. Two, two commodities. Tim Patrick and a second round pick. You're giving away Aaron Rodgers for a cup of coffee, but that's fine. I've I've rationalized this in my head, and I'm actually at, at first I was kind of upset about the trade, but now I am <clears throat> glad you made the trade because now when I beat Giuseppe with his stacked roster and i'm sure you have a voicemail set up tony 
for him to talk about this, but I remember a couple of weeks ago, Giuseppe sent a voicemail after my trade accusing me of doing stuff that he himself ended up doing. Whoa, whoa, Giuseppe. You turned into a politician over here. You started off as a dictator of the league. Now you're a, you know what? You know what you are. You know what you are. And I'm going to look forward to beating you this year. I'm, I am eagerly anticipating our matchup. Turtle, your thoughts. I always have like a knee jerk, you know, speaking hyperbole, like, oh my God, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> you look at it, all it is is he consolidated two people. The big deal is all the points are for Aaron Rodgers. You only have to use one starting spot for that player. You know, it's not dividing his score into two people. Um, So it, it was close, but it's in Giuseppe's favor. Okay, um, and then Kowalski, you actually responded to Giuseppe, saying, how do you know he didn't mean I took you to the cleaners, Giuseppe? <laughs> Which I loved. I, I thought that was a great response. And then Mike, uh, we'll, hear, we'll hear more from him coming up. Uh, Mike says, who's giving out blowjobs for Aaron Rodgers? Damn, that's fucked up. Uh, I didn't understand what that meant, personally. I don't know. Did you I receive a blowjob? Did you receive a blowjob? I guess let's let's start there. Not from Giuseppe. No, he's really far away, man. <laughs> I'm pro all comments that have blowjobs in it. So. <laughs> See, I'm biased there. when I look at this trade because I've been trying to trade with Worm, who wants a second rounder for like the same person. That's 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 what I was gonna. I'll get to it now since I don't know. I, I'm thinking about it now, but like, can't make trades. You have to give up something to get something. You can't. It seems like a lot of not a lot of trades happen in this league because nobody wants to give up anything. They, they yeah. just want the position to be filled that they want, but they don't want to give up any of their players. That's not how it's going to work. Uh, hey, hey, turtle. Quick question for you. You were in the market for a quarterback. Did you hit up Kowalski and offer him a running back? No, I I don't have a running back. Look at my team. <laughs> <laughs> you know i guess mike davis is basically davis. Zach Moss, honest, so, dude, yeah. there's there's not there's not uh, a lot for me to do out here so i look at i look at rosters and like i'll, I'll sort through um through the running backs see who has what running backs who like looks like they have a need um sure and like it's not, it's, I don't know what people are, are like insinuating, but like trying. And this is like the only thing, this is extremely sad that what I'm going to say now, but this is the only thing I have in my life outside of um, everyday monotony. Uh-huh. Welcome to the club, man. Yeah, this is sick. <laughs> This is your sweet Seriously. release from your family. Yes, we all understand. I have a three-year-old and a seven-year-old doing fucking distance <laughs> learning. Tell me about it. I, I feel you. You've come to the, you come to a safe place, Kowalski, to, uh, to talk about this sort of thing. All right, um, let's. We're going a little long here. Let's get to emails. There's a letter in your mailbox. First email is from Hattori Hanzo himself. He responds, or uh, he he writes, 
dead. They're all dead. GG Tony, Mazel Tov. This is no ordinary Srech curse. Kareem Hunt is dead. Everyone else is on a bye. I am starting two running backs on the same team. Have you seen the scum available on the waiver wire? Garbage. Let everyone else spend their fab money on a guy who will not be on an NFL roster next year. Because of the anti-freedom regulations, I can no longer make a necessary trade to keep the train from derailing. Hashtag Santino will rise. Hashtag our one and only true commish. Hashtag why can't we draft Star Trek characters? <laughs> Packing Sounds like Katori Hanzo needed a running back. Uh, geez, I wonder how that happened. It does. Packing my bags for L.A., plastic straws and Invermectin will be clearly hidden in my Zubaz pants. The Honolulu blue and silver lining is my running backs are playing the Lions this week. That may give me a fighting chance, but I doubt it. Taking the weekend off from fantasy football and spending quality time eating Alex Mariulo's shitty chain pizza and evading drive-by shootings in Inglewood. Bloods might think I am a crip with all my Lions gear. <laughs> bang, bang. And he shows a picture of Cactus Jack doing the double guns. Wow. Uh, I guess Micah's on a Great trip. Email. Yeah, that, that's, I mean, excellent email as always from Hanzo. I guess he's on a trip in, in uh, L.A. And uh, good luck out there. Uh, L.A.'s a shithole. I, I hate it there. Okay, now this is a chain of three emails from Mike Litro from the Chicago Metal Inbox, always. Um, first email, it says, overall value versus current stats. And this is two screenshots of, I guess he was using like a fantasy football trade evaluator kind of deal. And uh, let's see. Um... He says the Aaron Rodgers, I, I'm not going to read this whole thing, but it, it's the trade is very lopsided towards the Aaron Rodgers slash Giuseppe side of the trade. Uh, and I, let's go on to the next email that Mike sent. This might make more sense. The title is whatever. And he says, so the trade is done bringing that fucking cheesehead to the Shula who is more valuable than those three dicks combined. <laughs> Normally when I see a trade in the past, I say, that seems fair, and move on with my life. But this one did not feel the same as the others. How do we make things right? I say if there is an objection by anyone, we go to a vote. Otherwise, they're automatically approved. So Mike wants to put this up to a vote for a veto. No. I, no. I, 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 this is the platform to talk about it since it's a weekly podcast. I just want to mention that he, this is his opinion. And, uh, do you guys have any response? Uh, Kowalski, let's ask you first since you're, uh, you're our guest this week. What do you, what do you think I just don't, about that? I don't understand the love for the 13th ranked quarterback in fantasy football this year. Sure. Don't. I mean, like I said before, I have the fourth. Why Why am I playing 13th when I have the fourth? Sure. 
And like, yeah, he won the MVP last year, but he's not going to win it this year. That's for damn sure. Um, his passing touchdowns the last last five weeks are four against Detroit. Unfortunately, he doesn't get to play Detroit every single week. Oh, Since if, then, if it's only. been two. Yeah, it's been two, 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 two. So if you're looking for consistency, fine. But he's not gonna not gonna give you thirty points. He's gonna give you, like I said, high teens, low twenties, which is fine. But that's not it's not gonna win me anything. And if you click on <laughs> if you click on Tua, he's low teens, and which like Tua is not going to be in my lineup either. So that doesn't really matter. And uh, Zach Moss is like, and be a double digit running back. And Chris Evans is going to be on the waiver wire. Probably like, I don't, he's not, it was just something to make the, yeah. the uh, roster construction. That, that work. was to make it equal. Right. So yeah. Except he didn't have to drop somebody to make the trade. I would guess. Right. Um, Bishop. You've been in this league since day one. Have we ever had a trade that has been vetoed? Uh, no, we have not. Uh, we've always been of the, you have to let idiots make, you know, trades. You, you can't uh, police idiots. So I've always liked that rule because as long as it's not like actual collusion. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with it. Like, no, I'm not saying that this trade is idiotic, obviously. I'm saying... Uh, you can't protect against people and how they manage the roster. I get it. Aaron Rodgers for uh, Zach Moss, essentially, and I look forward to beating Giuseppe. That's all I care about right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't oh, think oh. the trade was as egregious as you think it is, Mike. It might sting a little bit just because you see your division um, opponent and rival getting a little bit better, in your opinion. But uh, I, I don't think that that's going to happen. Um, I you would you would have to get some uh, support from other owners, and I don't think you're gonna find it here in the Balls Mahoney uh, Turtle. Uh, I'm not gonna speak for you. Why don't you speak for yourself? Yeah, no, I don't believe in that. Um, I wouldn't. I I'd rather bitch about it and complain about it and joke about it than veto it. Sure. You know, let people make their own fucking moves. No, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I will consistently, you will hear me on, on the upcoming weeks making fun of this trade. And I will, <laughs> I don't want to veto it. Uh, it's just more of a shot at Giuseppe because he has to do what he thinks is, you know, uh, unforgivable for him to win. So that's why. Aaron Rodgers is currently fifth in MVP odds <laughs> right now. All right. Well, speaking of Giuseppe, I have an audio clip. So buckle up for this. What's up, guys? It's Giuseppe checking in from Milan. Hope all is well. So the trade deadline for picks has come and gone, and I didn't see any trades happening. I don't know. What do you guys think about that situation? I would have expected after all the the trades that were kind of being talked about early on in the season that we would see more action at the deadline for picks, but I, I was mistaken there. Um, Tony, kudos to you. Great job on the message board material. I found that to be quite enjoyable. You uh, hit Santino where it hurts most, his love affair with Star Trek. Gotta love it. Love the activity this year, guys. Everybody's really uh, bringing their A game this year. 
And speaking of Santino, that's uh, actually my opponent this week. And I know historically we definitely have usually some sort of bet or agreement or some sort of wager on our game. But I don't know. I think that this year he might not even know that we're playing each other, to be perfectly honest with you. Based on what's happened in the last couple of weeks, his team's kind of sliding in the wrong direction. And then after, you know, Tony did what he did on the message board, I I just don't know. You know, I hope that's not the case and that he has some ideas about something. Um, But, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. I can't do a Portillo's thing here in Italy. I don't know if it's if I have to substitute it for for something else, maybe a a nice uh, risotto or something like that. But Looking forward to seeing something, Santino. If not, I wish you really good luck in our matchup this week. Um, I know that I'm going to need it because you are a very difficult opponent to play, especially with your back against the wall. Uh, I, I know not to underestimate you. That's why I'm, I make, I've made some changes to the team to, to reinforce the situation. And good luck to you. Good luck to everybody else, guys. Great show as always. Talk to you next week, God willing. And thank you, Jusup. I think he sent that before that trade was actually final. Uh, so he did not have any response to any of the uh, vicious attacks coming from all the owners in this league. Uh, but thank you, Jusup. Uh, always appreciate you contributing all the way from Italy. Uh, prediction results were kind of bad for you, Primetime. You only had three out of six. And I, actually, all three of us, me, Turtle, and Giuseppe, all had five out of six. So uh, are you jobbing? Are you, like, making this more interesting? What's going on here? I did say last week I, I, I took a couple. Uh, I think I picked against myself against Worm, and there was another one where I was, uh, I don't know, I, 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 I kind of wanted you guys to get back in. It, it wasn't getting fun. <laughs> well, you know what they say, don't get cocky, kid. And uh, you're still in the lead with 21, but myself and Turtle are very close behind with 20, correct? And Giuseppe with 19. So let's go on to week seven. Uh, This is what they call bi-mageddon. We have a lot of impact teams on bye weeks. Um, So the numbers might be low this week, but let's let's start it off with uh, we have Worms Team Taylor. Versus Matt's still not a tailor. Which is a shout out to Big Punisher's still not a playa. And uh, I should mention that this is pretty much a pick'em game. We have Matt as a half point favorite. Giuseppe has picked Worm prime time. Um... Worm has been an interesting team this year. Do you think that Worm can get off the schneid this week? Uh, See, I think he can. Oh, man. Still don't like that Michael Pittman dude, but uh, he's he's hit pretty hard by these bye weeks. Uh, All of his his top two receivers are out. Uh, Yeah, you know what? Give me Worm. I think he's going to end the streak. And... Sorry, Matt. That's all I gotta say about that. Turtle, uh, what do you think? I think Matt's gonna win. Um, Herbert looked fine 
good enough to be a second running back in this lineup. The rest of the plays are all good on his side. Antonio Brown's been crushing. Tyreek Hill's been crushing. Marquise Brown's been doing all right. Lamar, I mean, <laughs> it could be 40 or it could be eight. Who knows? But all I know is doesn't matter what Worm does. He's playing the wrong quarterback. <laughs> Matt. All right. Uh, I I don't know what, where to go in this matchup. I see some bad plays on both sides. Uh, but I think I'm going to take Worm. I think I think the luck factor will, uh, will, will, will do him well this week. Uh, L.A. Rams versus Detroit Lions. That's going to be the key to victory. I think he's going to get it right this week because Detroit is just awful. And uh, Dak's on a bye, so he cannot fuck up this one. So I'm going to give it to Worm. Uh, Kowalski. Minus two incoming. <laughs> it's a revenge <laughs> game for Stafford too, isn't it? That's a revenge It's game. a double revenge game. Yeah, double revenge. Uh, Kowalski, yeah, what uh, do you think? I, I'd still have to go with, with Matt, um, even though his running backs might rival BDI's running backs from last week. Um, Herbert on the road against Tampa Bay is uh, could be a very low scoring, and Miles Sanders, Philadelphia, forgets they have running backs most of the time. <laughs> but, um, Ravens quarterback, and then his three wide receivers are um, be number ones in anybody's lineup in the league. Antonio Brown, Tariq Hill, and Ricky's Brown. I think I think uh, those three plus his quarterback get some enough points. All right. Still not a playa. What a great song. Um, thank you, Matt, for bringing the heat again. Let's go to the next matchup. We have Giuseppe's the Ted Lasso way versus Santino's <laughs> Yaku. And uh, I think I put Santino on tilt because he has not set a lineup. He has multiple bye week players in his lineup. Uh, <laughs> right now, as it stands, he is a 35 and a half point underdog. Uh, obviously, Giuseppe has picked himself to win. Um, I'm going to go ahead and lead off on this one because this is going to be a slam dunk. I don't think there's any possible lineup that you can configure that can beat Giuseppe this week. He's got Aaron Rodgers. He's got Derrick Henry. He's got, uh, you know, I think maybe Saquon Barkley might play this week. But I'm just looking at the guys that who you possibly could play on your roster. Christian McCaffrey is on IR. Devin Singletary is on a bye. Jar- Jarvis Landry is on IR. Jacoby Myers, I guess, plays football. And Chase Claypool is on a bye. So I I don't know what you possibly can do without going to the waiver wire pretty hard this week, Santino. And for that, I'm going to take Giuseppe. Turtle, what do you think? Yeah, same thing. Um, with the people he does have in, he has Jeremy McNichols. So that's still, we're down an extra player. Uh, Giuseppe's team is is steamrolling things right now. So, and he added Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna, gonna stray away. <laughs> yeah, I will agree with everyone and say Giuseppe's going to win. And I hope Giuseppe wins the rest of his games until the Super Bowl where I beat him. That's all I'm gonna say. 
Kowalski? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, this is not, this is definitely not a shot at Santino. Santino, I love you. I know you work very, very hard at your job. But um, I would say starting people who are inactive is way more a detriment to this league than um, kind of like a, a, a trade that kind of rubs people's feathers the long way, if the wrong way. If you want to affect results of games, um, starting people who are guaranteed zeros um, affects the results of games way more than uh, any sort of uh, roster moves or trades in between teams. And uh, Santino, bro, just set your alarm Saturday night. Check who's, check who's uh, injured, check who's not injured, and then uh, set your lineup, and you won't have to worry about it on Sunday. Amen to that. I think we've we've done a pretty good job calling out those things when they've happened this season, and uh, I hope they stop happening. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We have Pee Wee McLean's Cologne Rocks versus Prime Times. One, two, kick out. And uh, another team who's uh, down on their luck has not set a lineup. They have two bye week players in there. Uh, Primetime, you are a 45.5-point favorite as it stands. Um, I, I, I guess I should mention that Giuseppe picked you to win. Uh, Turtle, why don't you lead this one off, buddy? I think, uh, I, think I got an idea, but uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, let us know? Um. I pick Primetime's team over real teams, and they can't field a real team this week. So, uh, Primetime. And I, jeez, I might give up that spread. I'll give up that spread if anybody wants to take it. <laughs> 45 and a half. It's going to be a beating. Whew. Kowalski, uh, what do you think? Uh, would you take that bet, number one, and... Uh... What do you think wins this game? I, I zoned out because my garage door just closed randomly. Um, so what was the bet? <laughs> Turtle is willing to give you 45 points. <laughs> in this, uh, or, or I should say Pee Wee McLean, 45 points. Um, no, I don't think I would take that. Wow. He's okay. got the Indianapolis Colts. At San Francisco, which is not great. He's got uh, an Arizona running back that sl splits time, a Denver running back that splits time, um, a Houston wide receiver, AJ Brown, who doesn't really catch footballs anymore. And then, I don't know, probably Allen Robinson if he plays, either that or another backup running back. Yeah, 45 is going to be tough. <laughs> scared for you to analyze my team. <laughs> be nice. I love it. I love it. Straight, <laughs> straight shooter just going down the line. Uh, prime time, you're going to you're going to I mean, don't even check the scoreboard. It this is going to be that bad for uh, Pee Wee McLean. Uh, and I can't tell, is that Chris Benoit? Who has somebody in a crippler crossface is as his avatar? You're my wrestling guy. Is yeah. Go ahead, Bishop. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I I didn't see uh, his. I thought you were commenting on 
I, I know what yours is, but okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know who that is. It's looks like st- I, I thought originally it was Stone Cold. No, that is not Stone Cold. It does look like Chris Benoit. Yeah. I think Stone Cold doesn't do Crippler cross faces. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's Benoit giving. I think that's Triple H or something. Like wow, the uh, Crippler cross face. Uh, one killed his children. One did not. So. Before we leave this matchup, I'll offer another wager of I will take Primetime's bench and any one of his receivers you can pick versus Pee Wee McLean's team. <laughs> Which includes... Just let me feel the full team. Yeah, yeah. just Gronkowski, Swift, Naheem Hines, Alex Collins, Joe Burrow, Ravens defense. I'll take that. Yeah, and I any one I'm of right. his starting receivers versus whatever Pee Wee McLean fields this week. You'd get me. You'd get some action from me on that one. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll, I'll do that too. <laughs> I should let Turtle do my lineup this week. <laughs> All right, prime time. Go ahead. Tell us how bad you're gonna whoop on him. Oh man, like yeah, I don't know. I, I feel I feel bad. Is this what the people call punching down? Like I, I don't want to punch down. Uh, I, I I feel like my my team is good this year and his is not so good. And I hope he does well. Because we're all equal. All right, very a very classy <laughs> response from you, yes, and I I definitely you. appreciate it. Let's go to the next matchup. We have the very annoyed Lucky Luciano versus <laughs> Turtle and Avitsa's fucking savages. Uh, Turtle, you're only a five point underdog this week. I should mention that Giuseppe picked you to win this week. Um, prime time. I, this is a pretty close game, according to RT Sports. It's actually giving... Oh, so, okay, so it, it says Turtle is a five-point dog, yet he has a 55% chance to win. How does that make sense to anybody? I think Refresh. My, Mine says I'm yeah. a favorite. Yeah. He, Turtle's a favorite by five. That's what I... Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. Yeah, I fucked that up. That makes more sense. So prime time, who do you think's gonna win? Uh, I actually like a lot of Mike's uh, matchups this week. I think Leonard Fournette's gonna run up and down the Bears. Uh, I don't know who the Carolina quarterback is right now. Uh, uh, that's Sam Darnold. Old, yeah, the old Jets quarterback. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Oh, okay. He's he hasn't been playing too bad. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins at a uh, another revenge game. Mike Evans might do well against the Bears. I don't know. I kind of like uh, Mike Mike's team this week. Uh, sorry, Turtle. I just think he's got some really good matchups. All right, Kowalski. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Um. Yeah, I I'm kind of with Bishop. That uh, except for the quarterback. He's. But I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick Turtle because of the the quarterback, and Miami's defense is terrible. Mike Davis will probably score a touchdown. Or Williams scored two last week, so that's not bad. Um, G. Moore catch all of uh, Mike's touchdown passes, so that'll even out there and work in Turtle's favor. Yeah, I'll pick. Uh, I'll pick Turtle. Um, I'm actually going to take Mike this week. I think that uh, Sterling Shepard is just about the only 
healthy wide receiver for the Giants that's left. And uh, he's got him in his lineup. Uh, I like that play. And um, Leonard Fournette seems to be uh, distancing himself as the guy and in Tampa. And the Bears are coming to town this week. And we all know what happened last week when Aaron Jones ran all over him. So I'm going to take Mike here. Um, sorry, Turtle, I fucked up that intro. Uh, apparently, I can't read a betting line. That's why I shouldn't bet on football, clearly, because I, <laughs> I don't I don't know what the, this stuff means. But uh, what do you think is going to happen? Respect on my name. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what do you think is going to happen, buddy? Uh, I, I think I'm going to win a very <gasps> close one. Very, very close. I like Mike's team. I've always liked Mike's team. He got hit pretty hard with uh, Herbert and Najee Harris being on by. So I think I can – this is my time of year where I'll I'll start getting a couple more wins and evening things out. So uh, it'll be really close, though. Okay, let's go to the next matchup. We have my COVID Mania Delta versus Micah's Legion of Zubaz. And I believe that I am a half-point favorite, if I'm reading this correctly. Uh, I should mention, Giuseppe has picked Micah. Turtle, uh, what do you think? Uh, Is this as close as RT Sports thinks it is? See, now you could say it with yours here, where it's a half a point there, but it has you 66% to win. Yeah, kind I don't. Weird. I don't understand. I don't. I don't know how that makes any sense. It doesn't. Uh, really he has Sony Michelle in his lineup right now. He took a bunch of beatings with the bye. I think you uh, you mop this one up easily. I could jump in here now. Uh, Tony loses his Buffalo Bills connection with the bye week. So if there was a week for Tony to lose, I would think it would be this week against a top-notch competitor in Micah, who also has a bi-week loss of Ezekiel Elliott. and Oh, man, that's interesting. I think it's going to be a really close game, but I'm going to give it to Micah because I want Tony to lose. I'll hop in next, Tony. You can uh, talk about your team last. Um, yeah, I, I agree that it's that it's really close. Um um, Micah's missing Zeke, and he's got Kareem Hunt hurt. So he's got he's got a couple. Like he said in his email, he's got two Los Angeles Rams in his lineup, which I don't know that I've ever seen that. I've only been in the league two years, but that's uh, something. And um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really close, like the line says. I'll I'll pick uh, I'll stick with the with the balls Mahoney and pick Tony. I'm going to agree with you, Kowalski. I think I'm going to catch him sleeping this week uh, because Micah clearly has a better team than mine, uh, but he is not at full strength this, this week missing Elliot and Kareem hunt going down at the worst possible time. I, I say that because Nick Chubb is still hurt. So if, if if Hunt didn't go down, he would have had all of the workload to himself. But uh, Sony Michelle actually missed practice today. I don't think he plays. Uh, so, I mean, you're going to have to play this Demetric Felton, which uh, 
We don't use the metric system here, pal. This is America. <laughs> We're all about standard. Huh. That's right. Um, and I do get Debo Samuel back this week. Um, and I, I actually kind of like Jalen Waddle this week against Atlanta. I think he could have a big game. I'm not really sweating the missing on Josh, Josh Allen this week because I am in love with Jalen Hurts. I think he's a, a stud in the making. So I'm not gonna miss. I'm not gonna miss out on too many points this week. I think I'm gonna win, and uh, it will be close. But I think I'll get there. Let's go to the next and last matchup. We have Kowalski's Urban's Brown Thumb versus BDI's Slobodan. So this is a uh, a battle of two and four. Uh, you could say it's a, a race to the bottom. <laughs> and uh, I should mention that Giuseppe picked K-Wall here in this one. But this says that BDI is a 19-point favorite turtle. Um, help me out with that. I call fake news. I uh, I think K Wall wins this with the uh, Saints quarterback putting up a million points. Christian Kirk, um, he's playing against Houston, seventeen and a half point favorites. I mean, they're going to have to put up points. So, I fuck BDI. <laughs> <laughs> Prime time. Do you agree? Oh, um. I don't know. Like, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take Zach, even though I don't like Zach, um, just because of that Tyler Lockett dude. Like, uh, he's had you know he had the two boom weeks the first two weeks, and then he's had four straight duds. And I know what's his name's hurt, but I got a feeling that he's just gonna like explode because all he needs is to just catch a deep ball. As long as Geno Smith can just throw it deep, Tyler Lockett can run underneath it and catch it and score. Uh, plus, you know, Alvin Kamara. Ah, yeah. You know what? Give me Zach, unfortunately. Begrudgingly. <laughs> uh, yeah, K-Wall, you're kind of hurt by the bye-mageddon this week. Uh, James Robinson on a bye. BMW on a bye. And your newly acquired Zach Moss on a bye. Um, man. Uh, but... I do like your J.D. McKissick play this week. More, most importantly, because he fucks me over every week. So I, <laughs> I think he's a, a great play this week. I think Gibson actually doesn't play this week with the shin injury. So he should get all the love. Um, man, It's real hard to find a breakout player in this one. But I'm going to give it to Chris Godwin. Uh, he, he hasn't been hot lately. It's usually been the... Uh, the Antonio Brown and Mike Evans show, but we know that Tom Brady loves to fuck over the bears and he loves to spread the ball around. So Chris Godwin's going to be my breakout player. I think you overcome BDI this week and I'm going to take Kowalski. Here's hoping. I don't, yeah. I don't really understand how, how it gets to a 19 point spread. I don't, I don't see it as that. My team's not great, but 19 is a lot. Um, yeah, the one question mark, I think why it's so high is because they still have Rashad Penny listed on, um, IR and I've been reading, he's supposed to come off it. Um, if he doesn't, then, um, I'm going to have to hit the waiver wire with Santino. Um, I think that might be 
part of it. But um, yeah, I like I like Godwin against the Bears at home against the Bears, uh, Kirk um, at home against Houston, and then uh, the centerpiece to the Week Two trade, Tim Patrick on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> and then man. my newly entered uh, Jameis Winston into the lineup is going to easily get me almost thirty points. So if, with Zach putting up fifties. That's I'm halfway there already with that, so pick myself. I love it. Thank you, Kowalski, for joining us this week. Uh, anybody got a breakout player? I'm going to go with Chris Godwin this week um, against the Bears. So, uh, Turtle, you got anybody in mind? Shit, no. Um, mine was going to be <laughs> Calvin Ridley. It seemed kind of cheesy, but I think he's going to have a huge week. All right, prime time. Oh, uh... Yeah, I'll pick. I, like I said, normally I pick someone I'm playing against, but I'm playing against uh, Pee Wee McLean this week. So I'm going to have to pivot slightly. Uh, oh, I don't want to pick anyone on Giuseppe's team either. This is terrible. <laughs> give me, give me uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Jacobs from Worm's team, running back from the Raiders. Worm Friedrich. All right, Kowalski, do you have anybody uh, that's going to break out? Not really. I disagree. I, I got the opposite of a breakout, and Tyler Lockett's going to stay nice. locked. Oh, the, <laughs> the Geno Smith effect, you think? Yes, yes. Geno Smith is hasn't been good. Uh, how many years has he been in the league? Like seven or eight? He hasn't been good for seven or eight years, so... <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the Week 7 Preview Show. Fantasy Football, Scoop, and... Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com. <laughs>